5 Minutes with Phil, a daily devotion for people on the go. Brought to you by Tabor Church. Welcome back to the podcast. This is 5 Minutes with Phil. All right, so as I mentioned yesterday, we were going to hit another example today, and that's of Rahab. So James 2.25, Rahab the prostitute is another example. She was shown to be right with God by her actions when she hid those messengers and sent them safely away by a different road. It is interesting that we have these two people. This is the same thing that I mentioned on Sunday uh, this past week, that it's funny that we get it, have these two examples back-to-back of Abraham and then Rahab, because Abraham is, as we talked about yesterday, is kind of a pillar of you know three major religions of both Christianity, Judaism, and Islam. And each of those religions hold Abraham up. And you don't hear a lot of like wonderful news about Rahab. You know, I mean, sometimes Rahab gets, you know, pulled out and and uh, and sometimes she gets talked about because we do find her in the genealogy of Jesus in Matthew chapter 1. And what we don't often get to see though is is Rahab lifted up and and celebrated in a way. And so it's the same way that I knock people off pedestals. I also want to point out some good things about Rahab that get kind of tarnished by, you know, the terminology that gets used against her. So as you can see, James is like Rahab the prostitute. Now, you can say, you know, however you want to read that, you know, I mean, whether it's the harlot, whether it's the the prostitute, but after so long... I mean, and this 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 woman was a part of the genealogy of the the birth of Christ, and yet somehow you still have to put the prostitute afterwards. Why is it a statement of saying, "Well, God can use all kinds of people," or is it still a a statement saying, "Well, you know, look at the, these." These people that God uses is wide and varied. You got some good ones, and you got some what these prostitutes. And yet, Rahab, when we read her story and we go through it in Joshua, especially Joshua chapter 2, you see what's happening here is that this woman has no reason to believe that these people are going to keep their word. There's no reason to believe that they aren't going to just kill her then and there. But she's like, hey, we're all frightened of you. We're terrified of of you. We've heard what you've done. And like, we don't want, I like, she's like, I'm, I'm worried. Um, I'm frightened. And I'd really love to help you. Now she knows that this could mean her own life. And that's the interesting part that Rahab still says, you know what, like, I'm going to do it, but I want some guarantees. I want some assurances. And there we find that she does what she was supposed to do. She hid the spies, uh, deceived the people who were looking for them, and eventually when they do come back to Jericho, uh, her family is spared. The mention of Rahab takes me back to a book I read a number of years ago now called Accidental Saints, and I have mentioned the author before, Nadia Bowles-Weber, who has the Confessions podcast. 
But in this book, Accidental Saints, it's all about, um, and the subtitle is Finding God in All the Wrong People. And it just takes me back to why we would not want to find God in a prostitute like Rahab. And it's an opportunity that James brings forward, because remember, James is the half-brother of Jesus, so this prostitute is in his family line as well. And that's always an interesting point to be able to bring forward, because James is talking from his own family tree. And and so it's just an interesting understanding there, but I think that we often overlook people that we think that you know some person may not be ever going to be fit for uh, knowing God and and seeing God you know work in them. And I would challenge you today to figure out you know who are the people that you would say, man, there's no way God would ever want to use them to to work through them to see them transformed for for God. I mean, we always have a goal like, yeah, we you know, it, it we know it's for everyone. We know God loves everyone, and it doesn't matter who they are or what they've done. God still is calling them back to himself. And yet, for us on this side of heaven, we look at people and say, "Yeah, but are they really fit for the kingdom?" Who is it in your eyes that you're looking at and saying, "Yeah, Maybe not so much. Um, like I mentioned, the book, uh, you know, so they they go through and they they talk about a a, a church loving agnostic, and they talk about uh, you know, I mean, a, a drag queen. Uh, they talk about even you know, looking at uh, a an extreme NRA member, right? And we we see these people and we hear these some of their stories, and we're looking, are they really a part of the kingdom? And we look with judgmental eyes and a judgmental heart. And and what I love is that James brings it out and that they weren't afraid to be able to just gloss over the uh you know the the account of Jesus' genealogy in Matthew, like, well, you know, can we just shine that up a little bit? Can we can we make sure that the the family tree is uh, at least presentable to the nations? Because you no, know, some people aren't are going to have a hard time with prostitution being in the family line, right? But they don't clean it up. They don't look at it and say, how can we make sure that this whole record and Jesus' whole story, we, we can just clean it up so it, it looks good. And it just reminds me once again that God uses imperfect people, accidental saints, because I know that I'm one of those accidental saints. I know that I'm, I don't have a perfect track record. I don't have a... Uh, a a long history of of all these other you know good things. I mean, yeah, like trying to serve God, but I know my flaws and I know my failures. And God still says, you know what? I died for you. I rose again for you, so that you would have victory, life, salvation, and that you would live it and know it. That's the good news. That God loves us, and we see people that, yes, like Abraham, are like, yeah, I could never fit into his shoes. But then we also get this other side, Rahab, and you're like, whoa, wait a second. God can use everyone. Let that be the lesson that we learned today, that there is no one that God can't use, and God loves them all. 
Have a great day, everybody. We'll be back again tomorrow. Take care.